Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Colorado Schools Pay Students to Work with Local Tech Firms by Wayne DiOrio, Longmont, Colorado. In one back room at Skyline High School, you can learn all you need to know about St. Vrain Valley School District. It's there that bins of material sit next to past projects exposing the district's DNA. Boxes holding glue, popsicle sticks, tape, pipe cleaners, compasses, zip ties, and rulers lie nestled inside a six-foot-high, student-constructed rack. Behind the storage unit sits a rectangular wooden box stuffed with bicycle tires filled with silly putty to replicate human intestines. For that biomedical project, students had to create a probe and learn to maneuver it sight unseen from behind a curtain on the box's opening to procure a sample from the intestine bike tire. We want students to use their brains and learn what careers could look like said Axel Reitzig, a program director at the district's Innovation Center. And career preparation here isn't just a buzzword, but more like a guiding principle. When the end-of-day bell sounds, some children transition from students to employees of the district and earn 10 bucks an hour for working on a variety of projects for local technology companies. This year, 80 students, age 15 or older, are being paid to work on 10 different teams. In the past, student work has ranged from the cutting edge to the routine, from creating a measuring tool that uses lasers to estimate the length of great white sharks to teaching officials in Longmont, the district's main city, how to better use smartphones in their jobs. Their work is a version of what educators call project-based learning, which means gaining knowledge by solving problems rather than by studying textbooks. But in this Colorado district, it can also mean learning by working on real jobs. 
The project that has caused the biggest splash in the district came from the Innovation Center's aquatic robotics team. For the past two years, students have been working with scientists in Peru to try to determine why the Titicaca water frog has been disappearing in vast numbers. After the Denver Zoo's James Garcia, who had been seeking a way to help Peruvian scientists save the frogs, saw students present a robot they had built at a local workshop, he asked if they could construct an underwater model. Garcia and the scientists wanted to study conditions on the 300-foot-deep lake bed where the frogs live to see if changes there were responsible for the species' dramatic decline. We actually had to learn about the frogs, said Jerry Vasquez, who started with the project when he was a sophomore in 2015. We were just four guys. We really didn't know anything about it. Today, the group has swelled to 13 members and includes girls. As the South American scientists tested the model, Vasquez and his classmates used Skype and Spanish, the native language for some team members, to discuss ways to fine-tune its capabilities. While the modified robot worked well in shallow waters, it hasn't been able to take video or transmit readings from the lake's bottom. Because of these problems, the $1,500 Open ROV 2.8 is being sent back to Colorado so students can try to troubleshoot it. The work has meant more to Vasquez than just a paycheck, he said. After doing presentations at various events in Longmont, Boulder, and Denver, the 17-year-old senior said, It makes me feel ready for anything that might come my way. It's made me realize how a small group can do such big things. When I was in high school, I wasn't doing projects like this, Garcia said. The model of paying students for work they do in school is unusual, said Susie Boss, an advocate for project-based learning and the author of 10 books on the subject. But classroom walls are becoming a lot more permeable, she said, citing examples in which a group of students in Georgia earned a patent for work they completed in school and seven districts in Iowa teamed up to help students spend part of their school days working for local companies. The desire to do this causes some really interesting conversations between schools and project partners, Boss said. Teachers push academic standards into these projects, and schools don't want projects where kids are just an extra set of hands. As more schools try to offer students experience working on tasks that can impact the outside world, Boss said, my guess is we'll see more of this type of thing. District leaders are hungry for these sorts of examples. In addition to the group of student employees, almost all of the St. Vrain District's 32,000 students do a substantial amount of learning through hands-on projects, most of which incorporate science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM, subjects. The fast-growing district of 55 schools and programs, located about 30 miles north of Denver, has slowly transformed itself during the past eight years to emphasize this. The Innovation Center is full of G-Wiz tools, from drones to virtual reality headsets, that encourage students to dream big and build prototypes of their ideas. Students have worked on a diverse range of projects, from inventing a sweatband that monitors an exerciser's body temperature to trying to create an app that will connect a pill container to a doctor's office to help ensure a patient takes her medication. Many students say they love the freedom and the challenge. 
AP classes give you more homework, said Madison Reed, a senior at Skyline. STEM gives me challenges to think about. It's more engaging. For St. Vrain Valley officials, paying students felt like a natural extension of the school day's project-based learning and STEM studies. Working on these projects is more open-ended than regular classwork, and the work requires students to be persistent, Reitzig said. The district partners with more than 60 companies, administrators say, many in the Boulder-Longmont area. As employees, students must comply with the district's human resources policies and undergo performance evaluations led by a student project leader and an innovation center staffer. While the program runs smoothly now because newcomers are tutored mostly by older students, Reitzig said there were bumpy times at the beginning as school officials found themselves dealing with some student employees who saw start times as flexible or didn't grasp the need to work efficiently. Collectively, the 80 students who are getting paid typically log 350 to 400 hours working per month. The district pays them and recoups the funds by billing the companies. Reitzig admitted that the system still isn't perfect. Students sometimes leave to seek part-time jobs that can guarantee more hours, especially if they're saving money for college or a car. Some have trouble working around extracurricular activities like sports. Yet, Vasquez said, a lot of students are afraid to search for a job, and they feel safe working as if it was school, then slowly pushing into the field. To be chosen, every proposed project needs to clear three hurdles, said Patty Quinones, the district's assistant superintendent for innovation. The work must allow students to develop a new technical skill or learn a new project management tool. The Innovation Center staff, which evaluates every proposal, seeks projects that allow students to develop each assignment from idea to finished product. The third criterion is to ensure that staff and students either have the skills to complete the work or will be given the time to learn a new skill and then put it into practice. The district has rejected proposals for not meeting these goals, Quinones added. St. Vrain Valley's successful partnering with companies is already leading to more projects for students. News of the underwater robot caught the attention of locals, and the city of Longmont is in the process of determining if it could use such a robot to check the condition of its water tanks without draining them. While the Denver Water Utility wants a model that could deliver underwater videos of its dam infrastructure. It's no accident that St. Vrain decided to require this type of student learning. Longmont has a vibrant entrepreneurial community, said city manager Harold Dominguez. The area is second in the state only to Boulder in the ratio of patents produced per resident, and Tinker Mill, a private makerspace, has 600 members who pay monthly dues to use the facility's tools and take classes. Students with the skills to find creative solutions to problems are a vital component to the future of our community, Dominguez said. Because of the number of tech companies in the area, ranging from IBM to Google, which is nearly ready to open a campus in Boulder, to startups such as the robotic toy company Sphero and the satellite imaging company Digital Globe, students can choose from multiple opportunities. Reitzig said parents appreciate that the job at the Innovation Center benefits their students in two ways. 
They receive pay, and they get practical experience under the guidance of mentors. The district's longtime superintendent, Don Hadid, added that many of the students' parents work at these companies, giving the district an easy in to create the relationships. For Sphero and its 170 employees, work with St. Vrain's students started slowly. The company teamed with the district to establish an educational component for its robot toys in 2014. This year, students are working to design a Sphero Olympic event, an as-yet undefined competition in which teams of students will pit the company's robots against each other. Students provide their unique knowledge, understanding, and perspective of robotic events and competitions to work with us, said Danielle Hammernick, the company's marketing manager. The company hopes the event, which will be piloted this year, can go district-wide in 2018 and perhaps nationwide after that. The district hopes that these kinds of experiences will prepare students for a new type of work called no-collar, These jobs are neither wholly white-collar nor blue-collar and don't necessarily require a four-year college degree. For example, St. Vrain Valley is one of the few districts in the country to train students to become Apple-certified. Once students pass the company's stringent three-part test and turn 18, they can command jobs earning about $45,000 a year repairing Apple equipment. Also, the district started Colorado's first Pathways in Technology Early College High School last year. In this program, modeled after the original P-TECH in Brooklyn, New York, students take six years to earn both a high school diploma and an associate degree. Front Range Community College and IBM helped create the school, and its graduates get special consideration for mid-level jobs with the technology company. District officials have more that they want to do. The district's English language learners, who make up roughly 15% of the student population, lag behind other students in their percentages declared proficient or advanced, as well as graduation rates. While St. Vrain is pretty close to giving every student a computer, and even kindergartners use the program Code a Pillar to write code on an iPad, it's also not unusual to see high school seniors using paper and pencil to sketch out project designs. The district plans to make a major upgrade next year. The Innovation Center, which hosts students from schools across the district's 411 square miles, will expand to 50,000 square feet on 10 acres, adding a biomedical engineering lab and an aeronautics division, where students can create remotely operated vehicles and conduct flight testing. This story was produced by the Heckinger Report the nonprofit independent news organization focused on inequality and innovation in education. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.